0: And now for something completely
1: different. Here's
0: what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's marvelous, monumental, most fascinating, massively mind-bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds in one accord to draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name, 1st Nehemiah. Picking up the mantle from Ezra, who, by the way, is still in this picture, first acknowledges how much God loves him, but he doesn't stop with that observation. He also declares his own love for God, too. And obedience demonstrates that inside love. Ooh, Next, but let's not be those Christians who talked to God with whispers only, for there are times with whispers, many times, in fact. And there's times for silence, many times, but there are also times for shouting. Hey up there, we need some action. We need some response to our troubles, even our self-inflicted follies. Could you please help us? Listen to me, God. The greatest people of God throughout the Bible also know when to shout a little bit. And finally, and again, just like Ezra, Nehemiah demonstrates that when we position and that we petition. We can take upon ourselves the sins of ourselves and our family and our friends and our churches and our community and our cities and our state and our country and our world. Wow. I guess if we don't have a lot to pray about daily, we're doing a poor job of paying attention. Okie doke. Let's get to standing in the gaps. Can you say amen? Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations... Which I'm hesitant to do. Spiritual observations—that I do. My life's insanities and oive, so much more. Hey, we're asking you. What do you think? Now you can email us David at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. Comes right to me. You can text us at two one four two one zero eight four eight three. That's two one four two one zero eight four eight three. You can text anonymously. You can put your name in there. Doesn't matter. We're okay with that. And then you can also call us at 972 445 0770. That's 972 445 0770. And when you call 972 445 0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone and you know you are sailing in the right direction. You're going to play that? Oh, no, you're not playing that. I, I broke it. I got to fix it later. Oh. <laughs> you broke it? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> he was going to have the sailing thing right there. He going to go, sailing. Did I can play the entire a-? song. No, no, can't do that. All right, so anyway, when you talk to Captain Chris, it's fun day. You might as well enjoy it. Uh, when you talk to Captain Chris, it'll be you sailing in the right direction. Here is the bottom line. You might have an opinion, a thought, a comment. You might have an idea, something that crosses your mind. You might have something rattling around in your head, and you're thinking, I just don't get this. Or maybe a prayer request or a praise report. I do want to give a shout out to everybody who sent, uh, you know, they send me some texts and emails about, you know, different things that have blessed them. That's always cool. And I just always want to thank you guys for that. Never want to neglect thanking you for that kind of thing because I think it's marvelous. Here we go. True or false. Okay. True or false. Okay. True or false, Paul says that nothing can separate Christians from God's love, not even angels. True or false? True or false? If you think you know the answer, you want to call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org that like we already mentioned. I do want to say that that was the first question we asked in the, in the earlier part of the show, much tougher. But I give Deborah tons of props for going out there and giving that an effort. She, that was hard. And then Kirk gave actually the best uh uh hint because i couldn't figure out how to sing the song it's put your hand in the hand of the man who stills the water and then the rest of that song goes on put your hand in the hand of the man from galilee you see that's what i just couldn't i couldn't remember it's just too much <laughs> too much for my brain <laughs> Handle. Uh, keep me in prayers. I'm finding, finalizing the last two weeks. Actually, I have this week for homework and next week. Next week's homework. Not it. I'm not even gonna probably. It's one page and it's you know I can do that in an hour. Uh, but this week I have two papers. Not big, but big enough. So just just pray that I have good organizational skills because uh, absolutely poorly I do that poorly. Okay. I'm going to reread the question because I think some people missed it. I want you to get it. True or false? Paul says that nothing can separate Christians from God's love, not even angels. True or false? True or false? Nothing can separate us from God's love, not even angels. So make sure that you answered correctly because it's true or false and Sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. Sorry, we did that. We did that. What else are we doing? Uh, you know what to do to get in touch with us. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, Nehemiah. I do teaching. It happens. Nehemiah chapter 1, we're in, uh, technically we're in verse 4.c, but let's just say verse 5-ish. That's kind of close enough. Then I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commands. Okay, now we got somebody calling in, and we'll give them a chance to answer, but listen to that text. Oh, I'm telling you, these are the kind of texts I I just could do for so long. Listen to this text. Then I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commandments, okay? So there's two really cool sides to that. It's God's love for us and our love for him. So we'll take this trivia question, we'll come back, and then we'll respond to how that breaks down. Ready? Right. This is David, who am I talking to?
2: Hi, David, this is Mary.
0: Hi, Mary, I was wondering how you were doing. I'm glad to hear from you.
2: Well, thank you. Well, I've been out of town... I figured you um, might be busy. I was out of town for a while. I went to go see my granddaughter down in mm. Raymondville, Texas, okay. which is way down south.
0: The it's beyond me. I know I know Irving and I know Rockwall and Fate. <laughs> I don't know anything else. You don't know Raymondville? I I don't know Texas very well. I will tell you. I but I know really well everything between fate and irving (laughs) oh i know every ounce of the freeway i
2: don't know much either because i wasn't (laughs) born or raised here either but um i have a gun a granddaughter that lives down there so Uh it's way down south it's where all the farmers live Uh so uh it's farming ground so uh
0: do you got an answer for us on the trivia the true or false Paul says nothing can separate us from as Christians from God's love not even angels is that true or false
2: Well I'm going to say that's true although I didn't think he said anything about angels
0: Yep no it says angels or demons it's so that's one of the funniest things is it's it's really? yeah it says in Romans where's, where's chapter that 8 at? Yeah it's Romans chapter 8 Okay, I'm going to tell you where it is. And then you want to read verse 38, 39, and 40, Romans 8. 38, 38, 39, and 40. And it'll say, not even angels or demons, which tells you you there's more going on than we think, but that can't stop us or separate us from the love that comes to us through Jesus Christ. Nothing
2: can. Nothing can. Exactly.
0: um, Exactly.
2: uh, It doesn't matter who's against you. Yeah. Um, because God is for you. So it doesn't matter who's against you.
0: And amen. See, that's why you have always have great comments. You are 100% correct.
2: Well, thank you. Uh, well, anyway, really, I'm going to let you go so you can go out and talk about Nehemiah, and I'll be listening, okay?
0: You got it. God bless.
2: Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. All
0: right. We call Mary. I'm starting to call her the mother of the show. She's like the mom. <laughs> Isn't that great? All right, let's go back to this. Then I said to the Lord, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commandments. First side of this is God keeping his covenant of unfailing love. You know what unfailing love is? That's not the love it's described for you. That, not, not described that you operate in. That's describing the love that God has for you. Unfailing. Okay? We love God. His love? Unfailing. <laughs> Our love has moments. We do really well. We can really love him with a lot of what we have. His love unfailing. When does God stop loving you? Never. What can separate you from it? Nothing. It's like, wow, okay, that's pretty definitive. Yeah, but the problem is we don't operate in that pretty definitive. We operate in the other side of that. We operate in, well, I can only love, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80%, so maybe God doesn't love me the same way because, you know, I'm not loving, and it's like, eh, you're not God. Stop doing that. God loves perfectly. Unfailing, never fails, not an inch, not a centimeter, not even a millimeter, because God made a covenant to love you, and he doesn't break his word. We're going to dive into that more so when we get back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
2: Just as I am, down.
1: The David Spoon Experience.
0: There was a pastor. Now, I use that word with some reservation. Having been involved in uh, ministry and having the privilege of planting seven churches uh, throughout the United States and having three separate ordinations, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who commit their lives into ministry. Uh, But whenever there's somebody on television or anywhere else that uh, is a nut job, then uh, I just call it like I see it. Okay, Uh, that's what I call it. Call it like I see it. On the Sean Hannity Show, uh, roughly about uh, two weeks ago, a reverend, so-called reverend Oliver White was on the show, and uh, Reverend Wright said this, and I'm going to repeat it because some of these things are just unbelievable. He said that Jesus was wrong about marriage— At least he didn't have the audacity to say he never said anything about marriage. He said Jesus was wrong about marriage and that marriage should be more than between a man and a woman. And then he proceeded to say this statement, ladies and gentlemen. He said this. Now, this isn't even the thing that's irritating. Then he proceeded to say this. If Jesus were alive today, he said, he would say, I didn't know it all. This is a man who's supposed to be representing Jesus Christ as a minister. This guy's no minister. And if you want to say, well, that's judging, I'll take that judgment all day long. All day long, I'll take that judgment, no matter what anybody says. Here's a guy that says two things one, Jesus was wrong about marriage. if Jesus were alive today any person who proclaims or professes to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ and questions whether Jesus Christ is alive today or not is not a minister but a false teacher I don't care I don't care if you like it I don't care if you think that's mean that's irrelevant facts are facts and here's the thing that just overwhelms me this overwhelms me ladies and gentlemen Any person who is in public office, now this goes with this, all three three of these things go together. Any person who is in public office who changes their convictions about same-sex marriage because another family member has made a decision to go into the lifestyle of being gay or lesbian, any person who changes their convictions, their biblical convictions, Christian convictions based on another family member changing their status uh, into a, a gay or lesbian lifestyle, and then that person then changes their Bible convictions to uh, to accommodate their family member, is not fit to be a Christian. That's right. I said it. Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's a man, the truth station here in Texas, where we're making Monday fun day. Well, at least Chris and I are. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, okay, so we got uh, that. We got that. You ready for the next one? Okay, here you go. Here's your next trivia question. Ready? Okay. What sort of angel is Michael? What sort of angel? It's biblically defined. Uh, If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email David. At he must increase.org. Uh, Kirk will be the first one to nail that down before anybody else. Good job, Kirk. We will, uh, we're going to get back to address kind of the text we did before. Uh, but before we do that, I have a couple things I have to roll by you. Oh, why? It's because it's that segment time. And uh, some of you uh, may think this is funny. This is not this first one. So there's a couple of shorties, right? This first one, not spiritual. Not spiritual, but I personally found funny. See, so if I find it funny and it's not terrible, I just want This But it's a short one. Uh, doctor, doctor, what is it? I can't stop singing the green, green grass of home. I also can't stop singing, baby, it's cold outside. Oh, the doctor said, that sounds like the Tom Jones syndrome. Patient asked, is that common? The doctor replied, it's not unusual. <laughs> Come on! It's not unusual. Okay. I think it's funny. I saw Tom Jones. Oh, never mind. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, okay. Uh, I thought it was funny. I better... <laughs> this, is, this is another one. Now, these are not, these, no, these are not perfect jokes, but they're kind of funny. You might as well laugh. I mean, there's enough, right? I backed a horse la- last week at 10 to 1. You came in a quarter past four. <laughs> <laughs> come on! All right, all right. Let's listen. all right. Uh, this will be the last one. Again, not spiritual, but still funny. One day, two women dog owners are arguing over whose dog is smarter. The first one says, "My dog's so smart. Every morning he waits for the paper boy to come, and when he comes around, he takes the newspaper and he brings it to me." The second woman replies, "I know." The first one was surprised. "How do you know?" The second one replies, "Because my ba- my dog tells me." <laughs> really funny. All right, let's move on. <laughs> you see, the problem is I have all these clean jokes, and they're not all these Christian, right? Right, but they're funny. I mean, sometimes Noah, I tell her the joke. We should start laughing because they're so dumb. It's kind of nice. All right, let's go back to the text. Uh, question on the table is what sort of angel is Michael? If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972 770 You can text in 214-210-8483. You can send an email david at dot I had to think about that last one. Uh, Back to Nehemiah. I want to talk about this covenant that God has with us and then our covenant that we have with him. Then I said, O Lord God of the heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love uh, his covenant with unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commandments. Again, the quality, somebody calling in, so we'll have them... Uh, answer that but the quality of the love that God has for us far surpasses our love for him it doesn't mean we don't love him sincerely it doesn't mean we don't love him wholly or fully or completely it just means that his love coming towards us is better than our love that goes out towards him and to give you an example of this and you guys can kind of work this through it doesn't bother me if you like it or dislike it I don't it's an irrelevant point to me because it's what happened when I was sitting there telling the Lord uh, in this studio, <laughs> In this studio, before we transitioned from business to ministry, which was my fault because I started as a business because I'm stupid. Anyway, so I said, You know, what do you want? What do you want? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm so with you. Come on. You got to help me. You got to help me. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I'm with you more than you're with me. And then I thought, Uh oh. <laughs> well, A, that's true. B, that's true. C, that's true. In other words, God is better at being with me than I am with him. And God is better at loving us than us loving him. Of course that's true. Since he's He's made of love and our love is tainted because of our nature. It's like, of course. It's like, wow, okay. All right, so somebody's going to answer the trivia question? All right, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Roger. I'm sorry, who's this? roger hey roger how are you i'm great thank you and you i'm doing great thank you for asking i appreciate that all right now this up uh, this a uh, classic because a lot of people go ah. Uh, there's different angels what sort of angel is michael
3: michael
0: if i'm not mistaken was archangel that is correct Linda! You are correct. He is an archangel, so he's got level, levels of authority. We have people that don't realize that God told Michael to throw Satan out of heaven. God didn't get up. He said, yeah, you throw him out. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, t- that he, tells he you. Power. Yep. Excellent job. Very, very good work, my friend. I All appreciate it. Right. Well, God bless y'all, and have a Merry Christmas. You, too. Merry Christmas to you, too. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, we say Merry Christmas. We, I'd say Happy Hanukkah, but Hanukkah's already over. I don't know what other holiday. No, we're going with Christmas. You say Happy New Year, <laughs> but that's still a ways away, right? Well, so's Christmas. Everybody, all the churches are starting the Christmas stuff early. You think that's funny. Noel is already working on Easter. That's what happens at the stores, people. (laughs) Just get used to it. Uh, Okay, let's go back to this. So I want to talk about this, though, because there is a response that Nehemiah has in in talking about this, and it's really positive. It's really good. And he says this. He says you know, that that, that the Lord of heaven, the great and awesome God, which it's always good to acknowledge God, so that's always a good way to approach things, who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commandments. If you really love the Lord, you'll do what he wants. OK, not you're going to do what he wants so that you can prove to your neighbor. You do what he wants because your heart is motivated to to please him, to to honor him and to do the right things. I do things for Noel without her saying it but because I love her. And so you think that's still here. It's, it's, you know, like, well, that's not a good comparison. I don't agree with you. I think that that's a great illustration that we do things because of our appreciation. So she had to get up at uh, six in the morning. Uh, one morning, and uh, so she got up at four thirty and she takes a bath, she was trying to get that pain out of her. I brought her coffee into the bathtub. She got up and, did, and I went back to bed. <laughs> but my point is that you do stuff because you want to be able, you want to bless the people. You want to you want to encourage and you want to participate. And you want to do other things. Well, the things that we do for the Lord, we do because we love Him. You're not going to do those things perfectly, and they won't make you righteous. Only the righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ counts. But we respond to him because of how much we appreciate what he's done. And then in the next line, and, and this was the part that I was going to do holy, but I think it's fair to just do a part of it. Nehemiah says this. He says, you know, great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love for those who love him and obey his commandments, listen to my prayer. This is not uh, Nehemiah um uh, Going, oh great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love. Listen to my prayer. I mean, it's like that's not how that goes. Right? That's not the process. That's not the system. That would be more like, listen to me. Listen. Look up here. Look up here. I mean, it's got more of an emphasis to it, uh, which I think in every translation it shows with the exclamation point, I'm pretty sure. The idea behind that is that there's a time to shout. Oh, yeah, there's a time to come before the Lord and be exceedingly reverent. There's a time to come before the Lord and recognize he's your dad. There's a time to come before the Lord and recognize he's the king of the universe. Can you do multiple approaches to God in a single prayer session? Of course you can. Depends on what you're talking about. Depends on what you're praying about. But in this case, Nehemiah is not holding back his, uh, his emphasis of needing God to respond. And so he's, he's like, listen to me. And that, listen to me, is just his way of communicating that he needs God's attention. It's not that God doesn't know. It's just okay for you to be human, engaging with God. The stuff I—you know, one of the things I'm going to be teaching tomorrow is is, uh, a little bit about rules on prayer, okay? Do you know that the worst thing the church has done in the last 50 years is create rules on prayer? Can't point down when you pray. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't. Do, you know what? I don't care if you're spitting nickels. Pray. Do whatever you're gonna do. I don't care if you go in the corner. I don't care if you go in the middle. I don't care, who cares? Talk to God. And sometimes you need to come in with that reference, and sometimes you need to be screaming and shouting. That's how it's got to go, because that's a relationship. You're not trying to be disrespectful. I mean, I just assume that you're trying to get his attention. Say, hey, I need you to listen to me. I need help. So here's that prayer, and I want to just make sure you get that, because the wind-in is superbly fascinating. But God, Then I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commandments, listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying night and day for your people Israel. He's telling God, look at me, look at me. And just in case you think that doesn't happen, sometimes when I pray, and I bet you do this too, I say, Lord, I just want to be led by you. I want to be guided by you. Examine me. Examine every part of me. I want to be guided and led. I think that's like the most important thing now that I'm in this relationship is for you to go this way, this way, this way, this way, because then that helps me know that I'm walking in concert with God. He's like, Look, look, look at me. Help me in this. And he says this, by the way, multiple times. Why? Because he wants God to look at him. That's why. (laughs) That's human. All right, right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can to support us go to he must increase.org that's he must increase.org such support is terribly appreciated knowing it enables our beloved david spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on KAAM.
0: A couple things i think we'll open up with i've decided to open up with a story that i wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story but it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment, how the federal government is creating a database to track down uh, hate speech as they define it. We'll That's talk, bad. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny-dumb. Dumb, dumb ha funny, but not entirely. Get this, now I'm holding a picture in my hand, you can't see it, but there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding, and the headline reads this, millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys, no, no, really, drunken monkeys, and you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope. Federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million so far in order to get monkeys drunk in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys. I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go
1: with this? I'm going nowhere. There's
0: no. I got nothing to say. There's no comment that anybody can make. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770 the truth station here in Texas. That's k 770 the truth station here in Texas. Get ready for your next trivia question. Ta-da, 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 ta-da. In Acts. So, this is the book of Acts. Okay, so what, what book is this? The book of Acts. Okay. An angel appears to Paul during a storm, telling him he would stand trial before whom? But he probably didn't say it that way. He probably didn't go, You will stand trial before whom? It's probably not quite like that. Although, you never know. Okay. Joy Ann and Cordelia nailing that before even getting going. There's Kirk coming in behind them. Uh, So that is the trivia question. For those that want to answer through the phone, you call 972-445-0770. For those wanting to text, you text 214-210-8483. And for those that want to send an email, send an email, david at org, which leads us to us bragging about—oh, no. Encouraging you, highly encouraging you to check out the website for the multiple purposes it offers plus forgiving. <laughs> See how I singled that out? That was That's good. He must increase.org. Website he must increase.org. He must increase.org. Email David at he must Facebook. He must increase ministry. You too. He must increase ministry. All right. Let me address one thing real quickly. Make sure nobody's freaking out. So uh, the station, uh, Don, has decided that they want to withdraw from Facebook. We've discussed it. We're in prayer about it. But we have not yet made any decisions on our end. I put that question up on Facebook and got like a bazillion responses. All of them are actually quite good. We're, we've kicked it around. Uh, to me, at some point, it's all going to be shutting down, but that's just me in the prophetic realm, maybe not quite yet. So we'll just wait and see. Okay, that's number one. Number two, uh, the trivia question, I think we made that pretty clear. What uh, what person did the angel tell Paul that he would be standing trial before? Who was that particular person? Uh, power or entity that he said that to uh on earth so don't don't go get all you know uh celestial with me is it celestial or terrestrial terrestrial here right Celestials up there right okay. just it sure all right if you think you know you can uh, call in 972 770 you can also text 214-210-8483 or you can Send an email, David, at org. See, I do want to say something about that, that a decision like that, everybody has to make individually. It's very important to understand that. Um, I, and I don't, I don't care if anybody's going to get mad about this. You have to make your decision in regards to uh, a, a shot for COVID, a vaccine, a booster, or this or that, no shot, whatever you're going to do. Whatever you do, you do it as unto the Lord first. If people don't like it, tough. You're not going to stand before those people when you die and give an account. You will stand before God. And you better, I mean, it better be geared that way. Your job is not to make everybody love you. Your job is to do the things the Lord has set before you, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind first. And when the commands of God and your interpretation conflict with the commands of man, Scripture is quite clear, just look at the book of Daniel, Look at the book of Acts. You follow the precedent of obeying God, period. There's no, I don't care. what well, bad, that's bad talk. Well, then you're not a Christian, so I want to talk to you. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say it that way. That's what I think, though. But all right, we'll move on. Uh, let's do history, and then we'll, uh, as soon as I find my history piece of paper, which I did. So- okay, play the history song. Go let's go, let's All right, now to the positive side of things because we are somewhat towards the holidays here. It's Festival of Sweater Day. So that's like those goofy sweaters and so on and so forth. Uh, you can put the oi in the joy when you wear a really goofy sweater. Okay. all right. Uh, it's put on your own shoes day. This is actually for grandparents to say to their kids, their, their grandchildren, put on your own shoes. <laughs> See? See what that's for? And then National Microwave Oven Day. Where would we we'd be without a microwave oven? I mean, really? Most people are like, well, I won't use one. Okay. (laughs) It's fine. 1768, on this day, the first edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica is published. 1790, U.S. Congress moved from New York City to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 1865, the 13th Amendment of the United States. Constitution is ratified, banning slavery. 1955, baseball helmets were required. And finally... 1964, the appearance of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. That's some good history. You know, as we go into the history in December, it gets better. We can't do anything but get better. All right, now here's the biggie. So we've got the trivia question to see if you can answer it. Who did the angel say that 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 uh, Paul was going to have to testify before? You guys should know that. That's a very important person and a very important reason uh, for that to take place. It had a lot to do with the spread of the gospel. This next text is something that we have a hard time with, not because—primarily because, uh, primarily because it, it it bears us or puts on us a responsibility, and that's hard. Anytime you're in Scripture and it gives you something you got to do, you're like— Ugh. Here's what it says. I confess that we have sinned against you. Yes, even my own family and I have sinned. And we have sinned terribly by not obeying the commands, the laws, the regulations that you gave us through your servant Moses. Listen, there are many wonderful things in our nation. But there are many other things within our fantastic country that are not fantastic. There is sinfulness in our country there is encouragement on many levels for people not to stay faithful. We even have companies and websites devoted strictly for the purpose of cheating. We murder innocent children. Don't tell me it's a, a fetus. It doesn't really count. Innocent blood, anytime it is shed, blood is shed, is a sin. At 21 days from conception, that baby has blood. Any baby that is terminated after 21 days for uh, recreational purposes, that person has committed murder. That's how it goes. I didn't make this stuff up. I don't write this. I'm not the scientist. God said, you're spilling this blood. I'm going to blast you. That's what he said. So we do that, and we do that in the millions, right? Let's just be honest. We have politicians that are probably no more crooked than— They were a thousand years ago, but all that means is that they're really crooked. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything else of course, you always have good people that are serving. I mean that I think that's a that's a that's a obvious, but you have a lot of people that aren't that have a completely different agenda and they don't really care about God or they don't care about truth or righteousness. Our country though, has fantastic opportunities, wonderful freedoms for a large part. We've had uh, religious freedoms that have been uh, extended. Most countries don't have that freedom we, we do. You can't have the, the church you're going to right now, you can't have that in China. Don't tell me about—the you know, church, We, you know, you can't have 150 people gather without there being an inquiry as to what's going on. So you just think about it in those terms, like, wow, that ain't good. You can't have the free communication of Scripture in certain countries the way that they are. In some countries, if you're a Christian, they'll cut your head off. Okay, well, This country offers a tremendous opportunity. Unfortunately, in that tremendous opportunity of righteousness, along with that tree of good that's growing, is that tree of evil that's growing, which you've heard me say many times, we're inventing many new ways to kill people and sin. and We're, we're fantastic at it. What, what Nehemiah does is says, we've all sinned, Lord, please. He just takes on the sin of his people, the sin of his family, the sin of the nation— Nehemiah didn't commit every single one of these sins, but he knows it's important. And he comes before the Lord, and he says, we're, we're doing poorly in some of these areas. Please help us. We've not been faithful. We've not obeyed your laws. We've not given you respect. We've not, we've not followed the things that your servant Moses set down, and we failed you. And I confess that before you, Lord. And what's important about this text for you and me is to take that on. In other words, when you're praying— and we've mentioned this before. Just think about this from a from a practical point of view. It's it's important to understand that we need to be praying for our fam ourselves, of course, our family, our friends, our churches, our communities, our cities, our state, our country, and our world. But there's a lot of sinfulness in that process. We gotta take that on. And say, you know what? We're not doing really good in this area. We need help. And I hear everybody <laughs> all these arguments all the time about no, this will happen and this will happen and this will happen. Who's in charge of the kingdoms on the planet? Have you read the book of Daniel? I'm just kind of curious. You think God's up there going, oh, this got by me. I didn't see this. David, oh, there's no, it's all free will. Tell that to Nebi the cow when God turned him into a cow. A lot of free will there, right? Tell that, and I'm not saying that there's not from man's perspective, there's free will. From God's perspective, there's determination. He's just not telling us. So you don't know, and neither do I. Apostle Paul is on the back of that uh donkey. God knocks him off and blinds him. What do you think he thought? I don't believe this was happening. <laughs> there's no free will there. This is like you're gonna do this, period. Right? But the text is telling us that Nehemiah. Bears the burden even for those who are unfaithful in his petition to God. That includes spouses, families, brothers, sisters, friends, workers, everybody. Takes it on. And he takes it on because somebody has got to be praying for all these people. I think that's right, right? we're going to take a break and then come back. You've been listening to The David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. When I come back, I'll give you the trivia answer. What do you think of them apples?
2: What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad?
0: What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on.
2: Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you?
0: Do you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question? We don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance.
2: And last but not least, do you love some
0: trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This
3: is Al. This is Brother Ace. This
0: is Eric.
2: This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself.
0: Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me.
2: Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on
0: 770-KAAM is the david spoon experience uh let me tell you what i, I i'm t- i'm torn between the two i'm twixt between the torn two you want to know why i've got the biggest breaking story ever no to you be, need to do um, that first yeah, i just can't wait more than more than my whole thing about the four-way stop sign Yep. You want me to do the number one story? That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, you better get ready. Here's my advice. I don't give this advice very often, and I don't give it uncheckfully. What's uncheckfully? I don't know. Here's the biggest story you have ever heard on the David Swin experience. If you have children who are listening, uh, if you are not in a car, it's time to cover their errors or send them into another room. That's how chilling this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I have it off the press literally within the last two and a half hours. Uh, Actually, it's less than two and a half hours ago. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right in my hands. Get ready. Do not, do not get nauseous when you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fact that as of today, the Navy, the United States Navy, officially has made its proclamation. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? This is the most important thing ever. You ready? That Captain Crunch is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, the United States Navy has declared that Captain Crunch...
1: I do not buy it. No,
0: listen to this. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Captain Crunch has three stripes on his cuffs, and that signifies a commander and not a captain. So uh, the United States Navy has made it absolutely known today, Captain Crunch nay. Nay, a captain. Nay. Now, we're it is true. you rename the
1: serial Commander
0: Crunch? Yes, Commander Crunch. That's the new. That's why I told you, don't let your kids hear this. It is possible that that uniform could represent either German or Portuguese Navy. They are not sure because all of those uniforms were lost with uh, their great navies. And if
1: you can't
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. Somebody on hold that has an answer to our trivia question. Plus, uh, I think a prayer request. Let's go ahead and fire that through. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey,
3: David. This is Eric. Um, hey, Eric. I- how are I- I you? To
0: tell Chris who I- who I was. <laughs> 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 well, that you know, that's why I always ask. <laughs> because if it gets by him, I got that backup coverage for him right there. How are you doing, brother?
3: Doing great here, sir. And uh, um, hey, um, I'm not sure what the trivia question was because I was walking into the house from the mailbox, and um, so I I think I. I I don't even know what it was. Do
0: you want to ask you real quick to see if you know it? Because I can get you there. Trust me. Believe me. Believe me. Okay. All right. This is real simple. Uh, Angel appeared to Paul during a storm and told him that he had to go and appear before who? What big, big guy did he need to appear before to testify in front of? Here's your hint. One of the companies has this name in it for a pizza company. Think of the think of the uh, pizza companies. You just you just blew my mind because I was okay. going to say Jesus. All okay, right. no, try Little. What's a pizza company called Little Caesar? Oh, I right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was thinking when he was
3: first uh, when he was first called to the service, but uh, I was not even thinking that far on down the line when he went to Rome.
0: Not <laughs> a problem, my brother. And you got a prayer request
3: uh yes sir i I just got back from getting my car inspected, and of course you only get your car inspected once a year, so you kind of lose touch of the people but the I just found out that the the people the owners of the store their daughter was has been in the hospital for two years um or two years two months for uh covid and um, it's not looking too well for her ah. and I just what's, like your, a, what's your what's your request for? Oh. Um, their daughter's name is, uh, Carla, and,
0: the uh, okay. you
3: need the parents' name, too?
0: Uh, I, oh, no, I'll just, her and her parents, I'll reference as we pray. Hang on with me while okay. I pray. Baby, pray with me real quickly, can you? Yes, sir. All right, let's pray. Father, we come before you right now, and there is no power, no thing on this planet that you cannot... Heal in the regards to disease In regards to sickness We lift up Carla to you and we ask you in the name Of Jesus Christ that you would bring A healing into her body And while that takes place Lord There would be a declaration That it is you And we ask that the parents would find a sense of comfort. They got to be really, just not just frustrated, but really scared and really going through a tough time. And we're asking you to comfort them by your presence, even bring people into their lives, like Eric, like other people that will pray and talk with them and encourage them. And we are asking for grace and mercy to be poured out. We don't have anything to offer them except your kingdom. And we ask you to bring your kingdom into Carla's lives, into the parents' life and to the people around there, and let it be a testimony in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
3: Glory in your name, Father. Amen. Thank you.
0: Amen. Excellent. Excellent job and excellent call, and I appreciate it, my bro. All
3: right, David. Have a good day. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
0: All right. So keep that—that's what you got to do. You got to pray for people. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. All right, here's your last trivia question. A little easier. According to Psalm 34. What Psalm? 34. What is it? Psalm 34. Who does the angel of the Lord encamp around? Who does the angel of the Lord encamp around? The angel of the Lord encampeth around those... Okay, now you got to fill that out. Uh, If you think you know 972-445-0770... You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at org. Somebody already calling. I do think that that hint was a good one regarding pizza. Little, little. Both Domino's and Little Caesars came out of Detroit. I will just tell all of you right now, even though you won't believe me, that in the early days of all of these pizza places, they were not what they are now. Trust me, it was nothing like that. It was like, what happened? What happened? Uh, I don't know. Something happened, but it's not the same pizza. Uh, somebody answering the trivia question? All right, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to?
3: Hi, David. This is Joy Ann. Good Hi. to hear your wonderful, cheerful voice today.
0: <laughs> how are you? How are you uh, and your sister what? and your gold record doing? Oh, you
3: you're so kind. We're just so blessed. Thank you. And and by the way, we uh went to a, a party on Saturday and we told people about you. And then uh Sunday yesterday, I we get to teach Sunday school about once a month and I got to share about your ministry and showed them your book. So
0: That is so cool. That yeah, is that is awesome. Nobody th- nobody <laughs> threw anything at your car? That's pretty good.
3: Not a- <laughs> oh no! It's such a blessing to share you. I, I do have the answer to that beautiful Psalm thirty-four question.
0: Fire away! Who okay. who, who is it that 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 <laughs> angel of the Lord? Who 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 who?
3: Well, the angel the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. That is correct, Amando. <laughs> Can I just tell you a quick story about that? Yes,
0: absolutely.
3: Okay, so one time my husband and I were traveling in the Big Bend area, and we were way out in the wilderness, and a tire blew, and we were out of cell phone range, and um, we were kind of in a pickle. And then all of a sudden, that verse, that very verse, came to me, and um, we were able to fix the problem ourselves. But I just love the way that verse. Like, it was just popped in my mind. It was such a sweet moment. Yeah,
0: so that we were is were safe. <laughs> that is awesome. Just to think that the angel of the Lord camps around those that fear him. That, that commitment that God has, if you have that respect and honor, and appreciation for the Lord, the Lord has you covered. It's just like that part is awesome. So it's just great it testimony.
3: Is. Amen. And may he cover you okay. <laughs> daily. We love you.
0: I appreciate God it. God bless yeah. you guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. 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 All right, I'm telling you, Monday, Fun Day. We're gonna start changing. We're gonna start calling it Fun Day. That's that's only if I'm in a good mood. See, sometimes I get here on Monday. It's not the blues. It's it's usually it has to do with homework at school. I'm just telling you, it's been that way for like two years. This week, well, that's what they say. This week we have to do this. It's like okay. Be watching scooby-doo uh, all right let's get to the rest of this text and finish up this on uh, this little section here uh it says this in let me sure I get verse eight well I almost gave you verse uh 10 boy verse eight boy I gotta catch up uh this is uh, nehemiah finishing off that prayer please remember what you told your servant Moses if you sin I will scatter you among the nations but if you return to me And obey my commands. Even if you are exiled to the ends of the earth, I will bring you back to the place that I have chosen for my name to be honored. So, what the Lord is communicating through Nehemiah is look, you and I, we need to recognize that we love the Lord, but his love for us is greater. And in loving the Lord, we're supposed to obey his commandments. In that process, we're crying out for him to listen to us because we need his help. And then there's an acknowledgement that God is not thrilled with the sins of the people, even if they're not our own direct sins, but they're connected to us. And so the petition from Nehemiah is forgive, forgive, forgive. And then what does Nehemiah use? And we've talked about this before. What does he use when he's praying to God? He uses God's word in talking to God. We see this in the book of Acts, and you get to see it here in Nehemiah. So you should understand it's a process throughout Scripture. He he even said, your servant Moses wrote, if you sin, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return and obey my commands, even if you're exiled to the ends of the earth, I will bring you back. So he uses God's word in the prayer time, going, well, you said this, and I'm just going to believe that what you said is what you meant. (laughs) It's like, and I know some people are like manipulation, but I think it's faith that says, you said this, I'm going to stand by that right there. If the people will return, and by the way, this does apply to us personally, not that you are eternally separated, but remember James 5.16 Confess your sins to one another uh, and pray for one another that you may be healed because sin creates a lot of problems. But you know what? If you return and obey the commands of the Lord, he'll bring you back. He'll restore you. He'll strengthen you. Even Peter gave the ultimate sinfulness in his denial of Jesus Christ after that took place. Jesus restored him. Three times Peter denied. Three times Jesus restored him. So, yeah, we mess up. It happened. I mean, I'm telling you, it's true. But the redemption and the grace and the mercy of God, because of his unfailing covenant, are there for us. So you come back and go, I'm sorry. And, and don't kid yourself. Oh, I just take advantage of the system. Yeah, like, God doesn't know you're trying to do that. I mean, that's so dumb. Just be honest. If you're really struggling with it, say, I'm really struggling with it. Or I just did dumb things or made bad decisions, and I confess it, and I just want to be back with you straight in the right place, in a place that you've chosen for your name to be honored, which is not just a geographical location, but it's inside of you where God has chosen to be honored. Ooh. Good individual application. Hi, right, folks. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Can't
1: stand the skill, can't stand the
0: shame. It may be false, but it feels the same.
1: The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KWAM DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.